0: Hello, this is Clint Sabom, host of the Sanity Sessions, and thank you all for listening. If you like this podcast, please like, subscribe, even write us a good review. That helps us go up in the rankings and reach more people. And I wanted to announce before we get into things today that I have a YouTube page under Clint Sabom that you can check out. And there's also a YouTube page under Contemplative Light uh, that I work for as well, and that is more focused probably on Christian mysticism or Contemplative Christianity or Buddhism if you're into any of those things. Check that out, Contemplative Light on YouTube. Um And so, hope hope everybody's doing well today. I wanted to talk about the power of words. And everybody is an energy-creating machine. And so, what we take in and what we put out is determining our overall energy state at those times. And so, what we do put out mainly to ourselves, um, is important and shapes our reality and also what we allow ourselves to take in or not. So working in that department, the biggest tool we all have is words, the power of words, how we talk to ourselves, how we frame things. And it's always good to talk a little above the level you are at. So you are going forward, you know, rather than, you know, because for a while, you know, I I could identify with anxiety, for example. And um, in the recent past, I have started saying I am getting over my anxiety. And Believe it or not, it actually worked. It actually worked. At first, it sounds a little insincere. And I know there's a time for validation, you know, for for any of you who suffer from anxiety or depression or other mental health issues. I know there's a good while where one needs validation to come honest with people to get others that have the same experience and to just own your weaknesses and get validated that you're not completely making it up but you can do that piece as well as the moving forward piece at the same time and I say all this a lot from my own experience and um you know with words for a power for a while i mean uh i had this kind of disimportance of words you know i always thought that people that thought words were important were kind of ascribing too much meaning to words i kind of had this zen-like detachment from all words good or bad, what this person said, what I say, words only have the meaning you ascribe to them. And perhaps for a while that worked, uh, perhaps for Zen monks living in a monastery that works. And I have lived in a monastery and it was really good energy. And just being around all that energy was very much a empowering thing and so it it's a little different out in the world because we are each responsible for our own energy creating machine which is us and words are extremely powerful And I kind of break this down in terms of the serenity prayer. And if you're not spiritual, it doesn't have to be spiritual. Uh, It can just be a teaching. If you are spiritual, you, you know, you certainly could say it as a prayer. But, you know, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. So it's basically like things we can change, things we cannot change, and knowing the difference. And for a long time, I I believe I sided with accepting the things I cannot change and even put so much in that category of what I cannot change that I wasn't really having the wisdom to know the difference and the courage to change the things I can has been a need uh, that I have been working on. And uh, I know those both of those pieces are very important because there's certainly plenty outside of our control, but there is plenty we can do for ourselves at the same time. And, um, you know, on my YouTube page, for example, Clint Sabom, um, at YouTube, um, I, I talk about this guy, Franz Barden a lot, and I didn't really like him at much first, but I, you know, I read his first book. I read some of the second, some of the third, he was a Czech magician in, you know, the mid 20th century and, you know, not magician like stage magician pulling rabbits out of hats, but like more of like magic with a K, you know, more like a kind of, um, hermeticism or paganism or native American kind of spirituality, And it started, they they started to get a whole lot of views. And I was kind of wondering, like, man, why is information on this guy getting so many views? And I realized that a lot of people that were listening to those videos were also people that were working on other self help stuff. And they saw this in line with it as a form of. Um, you know, bettering oneself and becoming more powerful as an individual. And now it does not have to be, though, uh, necessarily like an overtly spiritual thing. You know, this is the kind of stuff that Tony Robbins will use at times too, you know, or in fact, uses a lot but he doesn't get into, you know, the all mystical side of it. It's the same thing that a lot of self-help teachers will use. It's, you know, claiming your own personal power and what you can do to strengthen that. And so it doesn't necessarily matter, I don't believe, if you frame it spiritually, if you frame it psychologically. NLP is is very much the same way. Um, It's an empowerment tool. And recently I've been hearing uh, some really good stuff. This is another podcast you might want to check out, but the Mindset Mentor um, hosted by Rob Dial is a good one. And he uses a lot of this stuff too. But let's go back to... The magic component. And you can see this as spiritual, you can just see this as a metaphor. But we are always casting spells and receiving spells. For example, in these uncertain times, with there being so much negativity and fear in the media, I don't listen to mainstream news. I will listen to some independent channels on YouTube, uh, but not even that, that much because I kind of don't want that vibe coming into me. And cause everything is casting a spell. The, the news is casting a spell, um, and, and how I talk to myself is casting a spell. And even things that are, that are difficult, like I have to go to the grocery store, but I don't want to, uh, can be reframed as I get to go to the grocery store because I can, because I have enough money, because I'm not dying of starvation like so many people in the world. I'm in a position to go to the grocery store and it's a privilege and I can get there easily and I can check out easily and things work efficiently most of the time. And so it's actually something I get to do, not something I have to do. Uh, but going back to the magic piece, uh, you know, what, what's that word that, uh, magicians would always use. You might have heard it as a kid in cartoons at different times, you know, abracadabra, abracadabra in Hebrew, as I speak, I create, so one is creating spells that linger with them, but we can create positive spells, and the words we use can frame that and can determine where we go and talking above your current level can reprogram your subconscious it may stir things up at once but i think of tony robbins who you know doesn't seem to say this much although I'm not a, you know, I'm not a huge Tony Robbins fanatic, but some of his stuff is really good. And one of the things he was saying about his early days coming up is he would basically be going to a sales job and wanting to get this many sales a day. And he would just repeat to himself as an affirmation over and over, I am unstoppable. I am unstoppable. I am unstoppable. I am unstoppable. And eventually it did come through for him, you know, in building the empire he has built. And, you know, he would say, I command all of infinity. I command all of infinity to get me 300 sales today, I command all of the angels and all of the deities in God Almighty to get me 300 sales today. And, and, you know, some religious people could even think that's blasphemy, like telling God what to do. But there's a tremendous amount of empowerment and shifting that can come from that and if you don't believe me just just try it and so you know everything is a spell the biggest power we have is to use our words use our words and it doesn't have to be i am anxious that's identifying with The current state you are in. You can talk about having anxiety in the past, or you are getting over your anxiety, and it may seem a little bit like, oh gosh, am I just being insincere and being in denial? No, you're probably not in denial, because you probably are feeling a whole lot of anxiety but the thoughts can shift the emotions, and anxiety is an emotion, and also important, I I feel, is the people you spend time with, and the people you spend time with are casting spells and receiving spells on you, because it's important how you talk to others as well, but you know, uh, you, you are the five people you hang around the most, basically, uh, you know, or your energy level is at that. So, you know, if, if you go through a period of getting so much validation from your suffering that you almost begin to feel like these other friends you have made based on this common core of suffering, are bringing you down, then meet, you know, meet and become friends with people doing slightly better than you. And it will rub off on you. We are impressionable. We are, you know, we do take in a lot by osmosis. In fact, a lot of what we're taking in is very unconscious. So, Anyways, I hope you got something out of this podcast today. And if there were some you liked and some you didn't like, as they say in 12-step meetings, take what you want and leave the rest. And uh, sending everybody listening good vibes. And I will have another episode soon. And remember, if you want further help, I do offer executive coaching for mental health and mindset, and you can email me at sessions at gmail.com. Thanks, and have an amazing day.